Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Great with Kendra, a place where you can be inspired, challenged, and changed. Happy Wednesday everyone. For those that are now on summer vacation, congratulations to us because we be needing summers, okay? We be needing these seasonal breaks to recharge, um, to reset, to enjoy life um, outside of school and work. But for those that are working through summer, our prayers are with you. (laughs) But make sure, even though if you are working through the summer um, season, that you do take a weekend, take some time out to enjoy life because life is going by quickly. Um, Here on the show, we acknowledge um, every single week a Black creative entrepreneur, businessman, or woman for doing what they do best. And this week, we are putting our spotlights on Light and Glory Candles, LLC. This business provides customers with a vibrant smelling scented candles that are each based on a passage of scripture from the Bible. Amen to that. You can contact um, Light and Glory Candles for more inquiries at lightandglorycandles at gmail.com or by sending a direct message on the Instagram page at Light and Glory Candles. Amen. So for those that um, know, we've been talking about this for some time now, whether if you are a, a faithful listener to the Church Boy Confessions podcast or here at Create with Kendra, you would know that our fifth anniversary y'all is coming up at the end of august august 26th will be the day that we'll be celebrating five years of incredible ministry five years that god has sustained us that he has grown us that he has matured us that he has allowed us to minister the gospel of jesus christ and so That being said, we are celebrating five years of ministry with one of our epic poetry jams, okay? This year, we are taking it up, taking it up, and taking it up, and in using this mode of ministry through um, the art of poetry that has really captivated our entire community, people from all over the country, um, and in various places, I can say now from all over the world has auditioned to be a part of our poetry jams. And so this year we want to extend um, our invitation um, to you all to come on down to Los Angeles if that is um, something that you're able to do. Um, in addition to that, we all know that anything related to ministry events, even this podcast that you are listening to right now, it, 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 there's, there's a fee attached to it. We gonna, we gonna keep it a buck. It is a fee attached to the things that we do for ministry. And so that being said, we are looking forward to raising about $8,000 for our five year anniversary, $8,000. It's not a lot when we all participate. I'm going to say that one more time. It is not a lot when we all participate. Um, I told the listeners a few weeks ago that I will be giving $100 towards um, the 
towards the effort. I have met my commitment. Um, so I ask our unassociated family, our Create with Kindred listeners, if that is you and you have the means of donating whatever it may be um, that God has placed on your heart to donate, please. Uh, We are welcoming all donations. And if that is you, you can head on over to www.undashassociated.com slash donate for more information. All right, y'all, last bit of business. For those that are new to the show, I'm really excited for anyone that is new to the show. Like that just makes my heart just so happy to know that you all are tuning in um, and that it's growing, that the listener um, audience is growing. Um, and one thing that I love to do and which you'll hear a little bit more about today is that I love to invite our listeners to participate in the show. And how can you do that? I'm glad you asked. One way that you all can participate in the show is by sending Ask Kendra questions. Now, Ask Kendra is a function that we have on our website at www.undashassociated.com slash askkendra to where you can play a part if there are any questions that you have concerning faith, concerning life, anything that you feel like, you know, we ain't really having no conversation about this. Send it in on Ask Kendra if you have any topics of discussion that you would like to hear on this show. Send it in at Ask Kendra. You can type it in or send it in um, via voice message. Um, Either way, we are so delighted and thrilled to receive these messages from our beautiful audience. So that is you. Head on over to www.undashassociated.com slash Ask Kendra. Speaking of Ask Kendra, today's episode has been brought to you by an Ask Kendra question that one of our faithful listeners has submitted. Um, So this question reads, how do you deal with loneliness as a Christian? When you can't relate to anyone or fit in. So this is a really good question. Very good question. How do you deal with loneliness as a Christian? And so today we are going to talk and going to talk about what does loneliness mean? And does loneliness even belong to us? So I'm glad that this question was submitted because just like this. Um, the person that submitted this, we've all felt loneliness. I got two hands up. I felt loneliness. And it's not a good feeling. It's not. And being lonely as a Christian, it was really interesting that the question was formulated as, how do you deal with being lonely as a Christian. And I'm excited to answer this, but before we do, um, I do want to pray. We normally pray towards the end of the episode, but I feel led to pray before we get started. 
So, Father in heaven, I thank you for this day. I thank you for the question that was submitted. God, you know the answer because you are the answer to all things. God, I pray that you decrease me and increase the transformative power of your Holy Spirit to speak to this person, to speak to the people that can relate to being lonely and being Christian. God, I pray that your encouragement exudes through this episode and that someone leaves hopeful. In Jesus' precious name, I pray. Thank God and amen. Now, when it comes to loneliness, I want us to really shift. I want I want this episode to be one of a perspective shifting, okay? Because when we think about loneliness, one thing I do want to define in this episode is that loneliness or being in a lonely state literally means causing a depression or causing a depressing feeling of being alone, destitute. That is what it means by definition. And that's a dangerous place to be, especially if you belong to Christ. Not to say that you're bad if you experience loneliness, because you're not. We've all experienced it. But my hope for you is that even if you are in that state now, that you don't remain there. Now, I I want us, a part of the perspective shifting is that I want you to consider it a blessing when God separates you. Now, hear me out, hear me out. When I say this, I know it's like, okay, Kendra, I'm separate. I don't feel connected to anybody. I don't feel connected to anything. Why should I be grateful or consider it a blessing if I'm feeling this way? Right? But check it out. Considering and consider this, that God is separating you from the world is a blessing. Now think about it. You have all this free time. What do you do with it? The first thing I would advise is to change the language from loneliness to a season of sanctification. Now I think that sounds just a little bit more better. Change your language from I'm lonely to I'm in a season of sanctification. And by definition, sanctification means to be made holy, to be consecrated. And consecrated literally means to be set apart. Dedicated for service, dedicated to worship. First step, let's change this language from being lonely to I'm in a season of consecration. 
I'm in a season of sanctification that God has removed me from the worldly things, from the worldly interactions and has gotten me by myself and has given me opportunity to learn him and to learn who I am in him. Amen. Let's just start there to learn who I am in him. Amen. And in that sanctification and in consecration, we have an opportunity to really learn and spend time with God. But what happens often is that we we don't utilize that time wisely. We don't recognize the blessing of being set apart. And I remember, and I probably told this maybe like a year ago, I remember um, in my teen years, this is when the first time I experienced this um, extreme loneliness, right? It was, you know, being a teenager, it's it's an awkward stage of life. (laughs) And I can remember like friends in high school that we used to be cool from like grade school on up, right? I started shifting away from them and drifting away from them. And the things that they did that was of the world, they would be like, you know, we don't want Kendra with this. We, we going to, you know, sit her out of this one. And I felt like I was being set out of a lot of things and I was missing out. And I was like, God, all these, all of my friends that I grew up with, you know, they don't want to be around me anymore. And I'm really sad about that. I was, <laughs> I was really sad about it and almost begging, like, what is going on? You know, I don't understand. We've been cool for these, you know, these many years. And now I feel isolated. I feel alone. I feel like I don't have the connection that I used to have with my friends. And God revealed to me that where you're going, you have to disconnect from anything and anyone that is not drawing you to Christ. And even though I received what the Lord said, doesn't mean that it was hard. It wasn't hard. But that was the season of my life that I grew in my walk with God. That was a season in my life where I took on prayer more seriously. And every night at nine o'clock, wherever I was, if I was at home, I'd slip up to my room, I'd close the door, and I would seek God's face. And in seeking him, I learned more of him. And in learning more of him, I learned more of who I was in him. So we cannot afford to be confused about what God is doing in our lives when he has set you apart from the world. When he has consecrated you for purpose, we have to utilize that time 
wisely. Why? Because if we don't utilize that time wisely, the enemy will sneak in and say that you're lonely, that you're worthless, that no one will take the time to pour into you or to love on you, that you're not important. He'll begin to speak lies if we don't occupy the space and the time God has given us to learn and to connect to him. The Bible says if we draw close to God, he will draw close to us. But we cannot be confused with what God is doing and sit idle and do nothing. Because one thing the devil going to do is if he sees a believer with no action, not in a word, not praying, not seeking God, he's like, oh, this is good for me. I'm going to slide right in there and I ain't got to do much. I just got to speak these word curses over them because they're not praying. I have an opportunity to lie to them because they're not in their word. (laughs) But we have to understand that God has given us that time for us to get to work. Amen. And another another thing that I want to remind us is that you are not alone. You're not the only one feeling this way. Because sometimes we get caught up like, I feel lonely, I don't feel connected, I don't feel important, and everyone else has their group of people, and everyone else has their family, and everyone has this stuff, but I don't have it. But that's not true. The Bible says it's not good for man to be alone, and that scripture is not just exclusively for marital purposes. It's not. It's not good for any man or woman to be alone because when we're isolated, the enemy is able to attack us. This is why the Lord called us, not suggested, but called us to fellowship. Your local church, your Bible studies. And if for the person that's listening to this now or anyone that um, feels this way, Get connected to your local church. If you're having issues with that, Unassociated has a Bible study once a month, first Monday of every month that you can connect with other young folks who love the Lord. Whatever it is, connect because God has given us the gift of community. And the last thing I'll say is that There's a specific prayer that I want you to pray. And that prayer is, God, send me community that will draw me to Christ and keep me from those that pull me away from you. And I'm going to say that again. Pray this prayer. God, send me community that will draw me to Christ. Keep me 
from those that will pull me away. There's a scripture that I want to read. Pull it up. Because I really want to... I really want to stress the fact that we really need community. We do. And even though that you feel alone from the world, praise God for that. But don't just stay there. But I really want you to get connected. There's a scripture, Ecclesiastes 4. Ecclesiastes 4, um, verse 9, starting at verse 9. And this is the New King James Version. And the title of this section is called The Value of a Friend. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, one will lift up his companion. But woe to him who was alone when he falls, for he has no one to help him up. Again, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him. And the threefold cord is not quickly broken. This is an example of how God wants us to be in community. We're here to bear each other's burdens. We're here to pray and to cover for one another. And even in your season of consecration, you can still be connected to a body of believers. And so my prayer and my hope for you is that one, you change your language from I'm lonely to I'm in a season of sanctification. I'm in a season of consecration. That you count it joy <laughs> that God has pulled you out away from the world in the mess of the world and has given you opportunity to get to know him. It's not that you are on an island alone. It's that God is saying, I want to get... I want you to get to know me. I want our relationship to go deeper. I want our lives to be connected. I want you to surrender to me. I want to reveal my mysteries to you. I want to speak life into you. I want to grow you. I want to mature you. So let us not be off our game. Because the enemy is looking for those who are off our game. Okay? So thank you so much to the person that wrote in for um, this episode. We really appreciate you. You're not alone. There are tons of people that are listening to this episode right now that's like, yo, that's me too. So you're not alone. And thank you so much from your courage sharing that. So let's pray. Father in heaven, I thank you. I praise you. I give you 
glory, I give you honor, I give you praise. God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the person that wrote in. God, for those of your sons and daughters that are having these feelings of not being worthy, if not being wanted, of not being loved, God, I pray that you silence the voice of the enemy. The enemy attacks us when we are isolated and when we are alone. But God, you've sent your word to comfort. You've sent community as a gift to hold us up and to bear each other's burdens. And God, I pray for each individual that is experiencing this now, that you send them community and that you send them believers that can hold them up, that can pray for them, that can encourage them, that can keep them accountable. And that any person that is no good for them, any person that will cause them to stray away from Christ, God, I pray that you block them from coming near. Be glorified and be praised through the testimonies that will come from this word. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, y'all. I am excited to hear um, the testimonies. And even I want y'all to also utilize Ask Kendra to send in some testimonies because we overcome by the blood of the Lamb, which has already been shed in the words of our testimony. So thank you so much for sending in this question. I love you all. There ain't nothing you can do about that, okay? And be blessed, everyone.